0: Hello!
1: Yes, awesome. Hi, welcome back to Doula Unfiltered. I am one of your hosts, Kellen, and I'm your other host, Ava. And today we are joined with Sandra, and she owns, um, she has founded, she is the president. (laughs) She's the director of all the things, all the things of Arkansas Family Doula's, which is um, a doula association. What would, what do you call yourself? What do you call your business?
2: Um, We're an agency. Yeah, we're an agency of practicing doulas.
1: An agency of practicing doulas here in Arkansas. And I'll let you speak to that a little bit uh, here in a minute. But basically, uh, she's got doulas all over the state. It's not just where she's at, it's not just Northwest Arkansas. But she has really expanded her reach with doulas in order to reach more families in the state, which is awesome. And beyond, actually, not just in this state. So awesome. um, she's incredibly successful. And so today we're going to be talking about what it's like to work for an agency, maybe compared to working for yourself. Um, and we'll probably have a whole nother podcast about really what it's like to work for yourself. So today I think we're really going to focus on what it's like to work for an agency, which seems to be a pretty good option, especially for doulas that one, don't know how to run a business, don't feel like running their own business, or two, maybe you're newer and you want to hop in and you want to start working, but you might not have that base of the clientele to get your business going. An agency is amazing
0: for that. Yeah, well, first off, thank you so much for being here. We actually have yeah. already recorded an episode. Uh, so this will be a two-part series. We started talking <laughs> last time and just got lost in the sauce, and now it we're happens. here. Now we're back. Um, but yeah, let's kick it off. So, Sandra, will you tell us a little bit about how a doula agency works? Yeah. So um, you know, I'm one person and I
2: can't do all the things. You know, I may know a lot about all the things, but you know, really what you focus on expands. So I recognized that pretty early in um my doula journey. So I was working by myself um, after having, you know, an experience working under someone else that wasn't, it wasn't the greatest, but you know, there were lessons learned and always come out and realize that I wanted to be a doula so much and I wanted to stay in this field so much that I wanted to create a safe space for doulas to work with. And that was important because there was really nothing out there. There was no structure. There's no buy a doula business bundle. Um, you know, here you go. This is what it takes to like do that. There's, there's nothing like that out there. I mean, doulas have been around since before we could text our doula, you know, like people used to have to pick up a pay phone and like hop on a train and, <laughs> you know, like they, doulas have had to do really interesting things over time. And even from when I started being a doula, things have progressed and changed a lot. Um, I remember sending out paper contracts and like mailing them to clients and waiting for it to come back and, kept, and getting a check and like cha- like meeting and like doing all of these things. And even just in almost 11 years that I've been doing this, we've gone from s- some so much with paper to like, we can do literally everything digitally. Um, we can even support clients digitally. So, I mean, and so that's just like, I've seen this just change and progress, which it always reminds me that, you know, nothing is ever perfect. There's always things that can be improved. Systems can always be tightened up. Um, things change. So you have to be able to roll with the punches. That's why a lot of dualists find it very overwhelming to be on their own because there's expense that comes with running a business. Um, it's not necessarily like, just to be honest, it's not super duper expensive. If you don't rent a space and if you're not, um, paying for all these other services, if you like can build your own website, if you Mm -hmm. can do some of these things on your own, you know, nothing has to be perfect in the beginning. Um, but it's still very overwhelming for some people because they just like, their brain is like, I don't know, that's a lot. And how am I going to make money doing this? And like, what if I have to put all this money I just paid for a training. And like, now I got to put a website together. I don't know how to build a website. Like that's very overwhelming for a lot of people. And some people are like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. It's fine. With an agency, you know, I've not always had things perfect. And I've always realized that, you know, okay, that wasn't done right. Let's do that better. Let's do this way better. One, even if from the beginning of being an agency owner, I had to realize that I had to charge like really good wages um, mm-hmm. for the services provided, because if I want to keep good people, I got to be able to pay them well for their time. Mm-hmm. And the burnout that the burnout rate of doulas is really, really high. Mm-hmm. And so agencies like Arkansas Family Doulas, are kind of really key in keeping doula burnout from happening. You know, we may have months where we are just slammed. Um and we usually tend to taper down at the end of the year because of the holidays and everything. And it's a nice breath of fresh air for the doulas for like a couple months I'm like okay, I'm not doing five nights a week. I'm doing a couple nights a week. Yay. Um because they were able to plan and they knew what what they had coming because you know, we typically get clients contracted, you know, at a certain point in their pregnancy. Um, We, with birth, um, you know, we try to try to have everybody after their first trimester to get them contracted and matched. Um, Some people inquire last minute. um, And it's the thing about it is, is working with the agency. When someone inquires, you're not having to filter all of that. You're Mm -hmm. not having to figure out what hospital they work out, what location they're giving birth in. You don't have to figure all that out. I literally will just reach out and put like a blast and be like, Hey, someone's giving birth at, you know, Fort Smith. Who's available for the date? And <laughs> then I get me e, 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 and like, okay, great. Let me You send that. out the bat signal. I do. It's <laughs> like I mean what what do we call it? We call it like a labia symbol. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I love it. but you know, honestly, I don't have to beg people to do. Mm-hmm. And if they're available and they can do it, great. If they can't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm yeah. like, well, we'll move on to the next person. Um, or you know, also too, clients will meet with more than one doula and they're not they're not gonna hire mm-hmm. all three, they may pick one. And nobody gets their feelings hurt because there's a doula for everybody. Right. And the matching process is kind of one, if I can really get a feel for someone's personality and characteristics before I match them with the doula, then I kind of know exactly who might be good for them. But I still will ask other people if they have availability because I, yeah. I'm not a matchmaker. Ooh. Um you know, I may send someone to an interview, um, or to I don't send them to an interview, and give them someone to go interview with. And they may be like, yeah, that was not what I anticipated. Yeah. Or they may be like, okay, I thought I was gonna hate this person, but like, oh my god, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes when they fill out their intake stuff, it's like, what 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 are you looking for? What do you yeah. need? Um, no, that's not how that works, you know, like. Some of them are really weird. I can probably attest to that too. I
0: mean, yes, but it it, it is funny though, how, I mean, you're so right. There's going to, we say this a million times, but there's a doula for every person. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean that person is you. And so, I mean, there's been times where I have interviewed with a client and been like, ooh, this isn't going to work. But you know who you should call and been like, here's two other phone numbers. Here's two people that I think really would be great for you. Mm -hmm. I'm just not the doula for you. And so I don't want you to like waste your time trying to like, you know, figure out if this is going to work. Like, let me just say, Hey, I think these people will be a great fit. You should talk to them. And most of the time you can say that without being like, I don't want to be your doula. And then they come back and you're like, Oh my gosh, we interviewed with those people and we love them. And I think we're going to go with them. And you're like,
1: Great! Yeah, And I can yes, see how that can be really beneficial, especially in the context of an agency, because they are all, those doulas are all there under the common understanding of I work for, or I am a part of Arkansas family doulas. Yeah. So that is security for a parent looking for a doula. Cause it's right. like, I don't have to go now to the, all these different people, but it's kind of stays within um, you know, like a set number. Yeah. Like the family of Arkansas family doulas.
2: And it lowers their stress and the stress that they feel with that too, because I can, you know, get an intake and I can look at everything and I can just email and be like, Hey, you know, thank you so much for completing your questionnaire. It was really great learning more about your needs and your goals. Um, you know, I've reached out to our team and, you know, Camille, Angel, Ava, you know, are all available for your due date. You're welcome to interview with one or all of them. And like, let the client choose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're like, Oh, well, tell me about this person. I'm like, here's their bios. And like, you can do this. And like, tell me who you want to meet with and I'll give them your information and they'll contact you. And so that's another misconception. A lot of people have about agencies because So like not all agencies are created equal, okay? Um, And I'm not saying that anyone has a bad agency out there. I'm just saying I have learned that not all agencies are created equal and some people are presented as one way and they actually function as another. And so it's not transparent to the doulas that, that are a part of it. So they don't get what they expected. Whereas for me and for Arkansas family doulas, I really do feel like I work very hard to be a hundred percent transparent mm-hmm. and you know, contracts are clear and concise. Um, I don't have a non-compete cause I don't really care. Um, I do, but I don't. The only thing that's in the contract is like, don't poach clients. Like, right. Don't call a client and say, Hey, I'm no longer affiliated with ASD. You can come work with me because right. you know, And I've never had that happen before, but I think a lot of that is because there's a clear understanding that I don't want to step in your way of providing for yourself, but I also don't want you to step on my toes providing for other people. And the, and the business that you have built
1: around Arkansas family doulas. I think that's a really big, a really good point that some newer doulas, or or maybe you're not a new doula, but you consider yourself a new business person because it's not, it doesn't come naturally to everyone, but that non-compete clause that can be really harsh Um, if you are like, okay, I'm working in this agency, maybe, um, there's seven other people in the agency who, I don't know, let's say there's a few months where there's a lot of repeat clients. They want the same doula. So you're not getting a ton of work that Mm -hmm. month. Uh, but you still have to pay your bills. You still have to work somehow. And we all know that having another job while you're a doula is really, really difficult unless it's the right job. So right. Sandra, are you saying that the doulas that are a part of your agency, both work for your agency and can work independently, can take their own clients, have their own availability outside of Arkansas family doulas?
2: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and I don't always see it as like working for Arkansas family doulas. <laughs> guys. You're so humble. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're affiliated. I'm just a booking agent. Like (laughs) I'm just out here just trying to like hustle and find people who are needing support and trying to match them with the perfect person. Because at the end of the day, for one, okay, look, we charge $30 an hour for postpartum care. There's not a doula on the team that makes less than twenty three an hour.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Bottom line. That's that's not a huge profit for a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying I don't want my business to be successful, but the the term successful for me is rated differently than a lot of people. Yeah. A, a ton of money is not success to me. Mm-hmm. Um what is success to me is knowing that I can provide for my family solely with my income, mm-hmm. running my business, the other like seeing clients doing what I do, but also the success part for me is knowing that there's other people that are working with my business Mm -hmm. that can provide for their needs. And that is success for me. Like at the end of the day, if I make a ton of money and I don't have anybody to share that with or to see them improve their lives or to reach their goals, like what, then I'm not successful. And And like you
1: mentioned earlier too, you said if you can keep the people that are working with you happy, Uh, Or, or I don't know, that does kind of sound saying that out loud sounds kind of weird for some reason, but if you, you have doulas that will stick around and you will have and perpetuate a really good, solid business. Mm -hmm. If those people that are working for you and with you are happy and are feeding their families and the $30 an hour, a doula doesn't make less than, I think you said 23 or something that margin is insane. Like that's, that's amazing for doulas. Like that's a huge, huge, because also understand that. uh, And I'm speaking to our listeners right now, understand that you, when you're a part of an agency, like Sandra said, she's sending out the contracts. She's making sure people are getting paid. She's scheduling, doing all the, the scheduling and all of the mental work behind it. So for you to be able to say, Hey, I'm available for a job and you show up to a job. Obviously, doula work is more emotional than that and there is more heart ties in there. Um but when Sandra takes over when an agency takes over all of that back end back of house work and frees you up to do your job, that's hugely beneficial.
0: Oh, right? yeah. And I mean, I so I've worked with Sandra a little bit here um more recently and I'm, Kellen is spot on. I, when I get asked about working with Arkansas family doulas, one of the questions that I get, at least from other doulas or like you know people that kind of understand how it works, one of their questions is always like, "Well, don't you get paid less?" It's like, okay, well, she's charging a client thirty dollars an hour, which is what I would be charging my own private clients, and I'm making twenty five an hour, but I don't have to do any admin work. I don't have to do like the interview process. I just email them. Yeah, I don't have to do any of that. I just show up for a client. And then at the end of whatever, how many sessions, I submit a little form that says, these are the hours I worked. Mm -hmm. And then there's a direct deposit in my bank account at the end of the month. And it's amazing. So I will sacrifice that $5 a hundred times over (laughs) for the relief of not having to do that you negate kind of some of the icky stuff that you can deal with with working with clients privately of like, hey, you need to pay me. Like, no, you have, you have a pimp who's like (laughs) ready to fight for you. Right. And if they don't pay me, you still get
2: paid. Like I go after them for be for paying. Like, you know, like that is yeah. the benefit of it. Like Sondra gets paid less. Let's just be honest. So, <laughs> um, which is fine because we've structured this business to, to function that way. And we've functioned we, like my biggest goal with this business was I wanted to outlive me. I've wanted mm-hmm. to always exist. I think that's important when we talk about like leaving our legacy and our imprint, like, you know, in our community and in our life, you know, I could go be a doula anywhere, in the US, I want to be. That's that's another benefit. So, but I chose to open a business here. I chose to stay where my roots were grounded because I want to improve not only outcomes for families, but outcomes for the families we don't think about. Yeah. The ones that are leaving a birthday party because they're clients in labor, the one that misses Christmas morning because, you know. A client's having a baby, babies dictate our schedule. They still yep. tell us when we're going to be somewhere, you know? And like, that is a sacrifice that we make as doulas that we should be fairly compensated for. Yep. Take it from someone who's attended free births and not been compensated for it. Mm. The, the emotional devaluation the that it does to you is so hard. And I still have to pull myself out of, Wanting to just go do something to just help someone, which I still do, but like recognizing that if I leave my family, if I walk out the door, I have to bring something back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of the love and compassion in my heart doesn't pay my light bill, doesn't pay my mortgage, it doesn't put gas in the car. Like I've rolled quarters and gone to births because I wasn't getting paid for them because I thought that was how you do things. Yeah. And when I learned that's not how you do things, I was like, holy crap. Like, what the crap? Like, I should, like, oh my gosh. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was valuable just with the education that I had. Yeah. Like, and I didn't get paid. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Chances are you're going to know more about birth than the family that hired you. And so you have to have that confidence to know that I know more about birth. I may have not been to a hundred births, but I know enough that I can support this family through this process.
0: Yeah. And that's valuable. Yes. I feel like we shout this from the rooftops, especially to newer doulas, which is, I mean, the audience we're trying to reach here of like, just because you haven't attended a hundred births does not mean you're not worth anything. Right. And that, I mean, that goes back to the whole burnout rate of why we lose doulas so quickly. I know one like very specific thing um, in my mind that happened, I think about a year ago, there was a newer doula and she had you know, posted like, Hey, trying to get some births. I'm going to take my first five clients for free. And I think there was a comment train of like probably 20 or 30 other doulas in the area commenting, Hey, that's a really bad idea. Don't do and, it. Like, <laughs> you're not me, more like, than not malicious. Like, right. Like you're going to take a client from me kind of way, just in the like, Hey, we want you to be successful. Attending births for free. Isn't going to be that, um,
2: somebody and, has to make a financial contribution yeah. for there to be boundaries. Yeah.
1: And so oh. be boundaries, right. And then the people, cause I've done, well, I've done one birth for free and you can't even get a review out of that person yeah. Yeah. because there's no value to what you did Yeah, because it was free. It wasn't pro bono. It wasn't comp, you know, it wasn't it, the language that's used is also important. Calling yeah. your service free doesn't give it value.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, and I, it. To clarify too, that like, we're not saying don't ever take a free birth. I mean, like I've, we have a really big um, refugee organization in our area and I work with them a hundred times over and donate my mm-hmm. services, but it's just that it's donating my services. Mm-hmm. It's not and like, that's a way for me to donate to the organization, not for me to be like, Hey, I'm getting my name out there. Here's a free birth. Right. And there's like a very specific intention there. There's a very specific population you're working with. There's times mm-hmm. where like attending a birth for free is a great idea and helpful, beneficial to the community, but just to get births like your clients that you're working for for free or for a discounted rate tend to be the clients that can be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. That is the word, <laughs> but a lot of the time. Uh, and so even when I'm working with, I have like a sliding scale that I use for some of my clients that need it. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, that number is really small and it'll be like, hey, I can put a $50 deposit down I'm like, Mm -hmm. great, let's do $50 then because you are financially invested in what I'm giving you. And even if that number is really, really small, like $50 is not a large percentage of fee, but now they know that like, Hey, I'm agreeing to like go into this, you know, contractual obligation with you. Just that small little deposit or fee can be a game changer for how you interact with those clients.
2: Absolutely. And um, the thing about it is, you know, that $50 may seem very minimal to a lot of people. But when you are making sure that your light bills get paid and everything else, like it is a lot for you. And it's a lot when you are in a financial constraint to make an investment in anything that is not considered a necessity. So this is why we have like the alliance program where doulas will donate their time to rotate the weeks that they're on call and the clients know 100% from the beginning that if they want a guaranteed doula to be at their birth, they have to pay the regular fee. Mm-hmm. And But if they are okay with whoever is on call, then they can, we can do it based off of a sliding scale. So, and that that's is awesome. the doula's, that's the doula's like understanding they're, get, they're getting paid 100% of that fee too when we have clients that need this too, uh, minus credit card processing fees. So there's a way to do it and give back to your community. Mm-hmm and not be completely wrecked in value of yourself in the process.
0: Yeah, that's so good. So next question I have for you is kind of what are the perks of working for an agency, which we kind of touched on a little bit, but are there any downsides that we've talked about? I mean, the big one would just be that you get paid a little bit less, but even then, that's really not, I mean, that's a trade-off. That's not even really a downside, I don't think.
2: Yeah, so you know, benefits, just like, you know, smallest of benefits, you know, you don't have to design a website. You don't have to purchase business cards. You don't have to do meetings with providers. If you don't want to, um, you can always come to them if we, you know, well, you know, before COVID we always had a little more, but we still, we still have meetings and stuff. And, um, you know, you just, the financial investment to getting off on your feet as a doula, you don't have to make all those financial investments. Yeah. You made the investment when you paid for your education. And that is good enough for me if you want to work with, with my business and you are, you know, aligned similarly with in values. We don't have to always believe and think the same things. But, you know, in your contract, you do you do have there's a code of ethics. Yeah. And really the code of ethics is don't be an a-hole. Um, <laughs> don't post things on social media that make parents feel less than. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things that are big triggers are like circumcision and vaccines and mm-hmm. you know, like formula and breast milk. And so, you know, so we have some very clear lines um on just some expectations as you know, when you're representing my brand, the brand mm-hmm. of the business that I worked really hard to build. Um and if I have an issue with some things, I usually will come to you about it or talk with you about it. Um, I've only had a had a few instances where it just didn't match up, and like some people are unwilling to wave, and that's fine. Like if you believe in what you believe in, and you this is not something you're okay with, then that's fine. Like I'm gonna wish you well. You can do your thing. I'm not gonna talk crap about you. You're not gonna talk crap about me. We're gonna be grown ups, and <laughs> you're gonna be fine. Like you're gonna do what you want to do, and we're fine. So, um, that can, that's really the biggest thing I like, just be a decent person. And I'm usually fine when you for working them. with business. I mean, you know, things that, um, if you have specific beliefs in certain ways and you don't align with it, with that agency, I'm just going to tell you as a new doula, it's probably not going to be a good situation for you. Yeah, right. If you are very firm in one way and you don't like this, don't go trying to change the agency about it because, no. you know, um, this is, it's not going to work because that person wants their their business to run and represent that way yeah. as it is just like, honestly, if you're homophobic and transphobic, like it's not a good fit with my business because yeah. you're not, um, And, you know, we believe in basic human rights. We believe that, you know, there's huge disparities in our healthcare system with our Black, Indigenous people of color. We know that there is a big, big difference in the color of doulas out there. Mm -hmm. And so we understand that. So when you are working, when you are working with doulas and you're really, really trying to make a safe space for people. You want everyone to feel welcome. And that is really important to me. And especially in the state of Arkansas, because we have a long, lot of things we got to work on. Um, but, you know, I am still standing to my guns to be a part of the solution and not the problem and continuing to mentor newer jewelers when they come in and they work with the business and to be like, no, like you can't do that because this looks like this and that looks like that. And I'm good with that because I don't have a problem, you know, helping newer doulas understand why saying something this way could be misconstrued this way. And there's all teachable moments. I'm still learning a lot of things because, you know, I grew up in a generation that we didn't talk about things like this. So I still am learning consistently. And the doulas that work with my business teach me new things all the time. And I love that because I don't know everything and I haven't experienced everything, And so the doulas that work with my business benefit me just as much as I benefit them. Arkansas Families doulas would not be successful without their commitment to client care and to good client care because we have repeat clients that keep coming back. And that shows to me that the doulas are doing their job and they're doing it so well that they come back without a second thought. They bring me on a pregnancy test and they're like, Hey, we're having a baby. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like in nine months, I'm like, you called us first. So that shows me that they have had a good experience and I will have clients that come back from and say, you know, from inquiry to interviews, to contract, to booking, to payment, like everything was so easy and so simple and I get really jealous of the doulas sometimes when I'm doing payroll on the 1st and the 15th. And I'm like, gosh, I wish someone would just like do hours for me and pay me. Um, <laughs> because I'm like, that's really nice. You yeah. Know, like, I wish there was an agency I could work <laughs> for. Um, but then, you know, sometimes some of the downside um, to working with an agency is, you know, find the best way to say this. Um, It's not that I don't care what the doulas think about it's that if it's working and there's not a, a, um, personal value issue with it, I am not going to change it.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to change
2: it if it's working. I mean, I've had doulas ask me for more money. They're like, well, I can't do this for less than this. I'm like, well, this is the scale that I have Mm -hmm. for the amount of births attended, you know, like. If you have attended less than 10 births, you know, the doulas get paid 600. If you've attended 25, 10 to 25, you get 700. If you attend 25 to 50, you get 800 and then just goes up from there. And it's just like, if that's something that you can't accept, then you're, I'm not, I'm not the person for you because I can't pay you more and not pay the doulas more. Plus we have these expenses factored into the percentage for birth that, you know, the agency needs to keep the lights on. So, yeah. you know, so that's just, that's something that I would honestly consider a downfall is, you know, if you really feel you have to do this and you have to make this much money and you can't see it any other way, then that's not going to work well for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so factor in what it's going to cost to build your website, to get your business cards, to get your name out there, to do all that, and then see if that's worth it to you to not yeah. have to do all of that. Cause I literally can call you and say, Hey, I have a client that wants to interview with you. Do you want to work with them?
0: Trade-offs can- people. I mean, with clients website. in a hospital, with your birth choices, with mm-hmm. your business trade-offs, mm-hmm. you are going to like, there's going to be a perk of one thing and it is going to suck for another thing. And you yeah. just have to make the choice that's best for you. But I mean, like, you're so spot on of, like, if you're going to be investing all of this money in your business, trying to get off the ground, and especially, like, if your name's not out there, like, working with an agency would be a great idea. Um, But, you know, if, like, it is one of those things where, like, if you are a more established doula who has this great client base, like, working with an agency may not be an option that you need unless you're just really looking to offload some admin work. So, right. it, you know, like where are you at in your doula journey and what, what is most important to you? What's the most important to your family to make things work right now?
2: Yeah. I, and that's, that's something to think about because, you know, if you're charging 1200 and, you know, you're an experienced doula, you know, you're probably would, I probably would pay you probably about a thousand at at the like 1200 rate if you're charging it because you've been to like over a hundred births or whatever. Um you know, and you're like, well, I just can't do it for less than 1200, but you're only getting one client a month. Whereas mm-hmm. you could be getting three at a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. is it worth the couple hundred that you might, you know, like you really have to think about that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it took me years to find the fine balance in like what to pay doulas and what to keep and like what to pay myself. The pandemic gave me time to really look at everything and I was like, shoot, I ain't paying these duels enough. I got to pay them more. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're making enough. But like, I wanted to make enough. You know, I don't want a yacht. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to call my duelists and be like, you good? Like, do you need, do you need anything else? Do you yeah. make her good? Like that's, that's what I want.
0: Totally. I love that. So if somebody was going to try and get connected with a dual agency, whether it's yours, if you're in Arkansas and you're listening to this podcast and we haven't connected, please let us know first off. But, um, you know, if you're in Arkansas and you want to get connected with Sandra, or if you're in another area and you want to find an agency to work with, what are, I mean, like, obviously, you know, you can Google like TULA agency in X area, but what are some ways to get connected with an agency, but also probably to like, make sure that you're getting connected with the right agency.
2: When you are trying to get connected with an agency, You need to know what you want
0: Mm -hmm. for
2: one, like, and I, and I say this with a good, with a good way. If it hits you hard and you don't like how it hits you when I say it, reflect on it. Okay. Because if you come and you ask someone who is running a very busy agency, how they can do all of these things and what do I need to do to do this? Like, we are probably not going to prioritize getting back to you because we're like, crap, You know, bless them, they really want to do this. I can see that they're passionate, but like, I don't have the spoons right now to hold someone's hand because I'm trying to make sure that everybody working with my business is getting fed, getting paid, clients are being billed. Mm -hmm. So if you come to me and you're like, oh, I had a baby two years ago and I wanna be a doula and, you know, I wanna do all of these things and like, how do I do that? My response is gonna be, here is my schedule. Here is a time you can pick a phone call. It's $35 mm-hmm. for a 30-minute phone call. Right. And and that is not because I don't want to help you. That is because I have learned that my time is valuable. And so again, if I leave my family for something, I gotta, I gotta have to bring something back. Yeah. And there are other ways that I give back to the community. There are so many other things that I do that it is it's so much more fulfilling in the way of helping. Than just like sitting and thinking I'm going to have 30 minute conversation with someone and I'm there for three hours, you know, um,
1: you know, you're, you, like, we talked about a minute ago with paying for your education. That was your, that was the initiation. Like that, that's the cost. Um, That's the investment that you've put in it. That goes for sharing that information with people that want to do what you're doing. Yeah. Um, even, you know, I work for myself. I'm not a part of an agency, but I've started charging Mm -hmm. whatever an hour just for phone calls because I'll have people call me or email me or whatever and be like, I want to do this. And I used to meet with everyone for coffee, but yeah, then it just turned into you're the point person and you're the person that, so now you not only have your family, your own social life. If you have one, choose to have one, um, your work life, your doula clients who are texting you and calling you and needing something from you constantly. But now these other people that are like, so should I do this or should I do that? And you're like, okay, we, you can pay me for my information. Yeah. Like I can
0: whatever. Right. Um, and I so just, is, I yeah. I'm i like, who thinking about like the three people I have in my queue of like, oh, I need to meet with them. But, yeah. <laughs> yes. So and that's,
1: that's a great thing. point about um, looking for an agency. Know what you want yeah. walking into it. Know what you yes. want before you email them.
0: Yeah. Maybe don't like if you're just thinking about becoming a doula, if you're like, oh, maybe this sounds fun. I'm going to reach out to an agency. But how about, like, I mean, like find your alternate routes before you go there, you know, before not to be like, you're going to waste somebody's time, but you're already listening to this podcast. Like listen to it, figure out who you might want to certify with, start that process, see if it's like run the numbers. Is that feasible for your family? All the things Mm -hmm. that we talk about. And then once you're there, once you're at a place where you're like, Hey, this is actually what I'm going to do. I know for sure that like X, Y, Z thing is going to happen maybe then is your opportunity to reach out to an agency and say, hey, these are the steps I've taken. This is where I'm going and what I'd like to do. Right. It's really clear. Um, and then that gives them a great starting place to be like, oh, hey, like I have, you know, somebody on the horizon and, you know, that gives them a lot. I've, You can tell me if I'm wrong, Sandra, but like if you're already doing the steps and have a plan in place, it gives a lot more leeway for somebody to come alongside you and be like, hey, awesome. Great. I can't hold your hand through this, but like I can check in with you. And if you need anything, like if you have questions, I know that you're ultimately going to you know, benefit my business. So yeah, I'll invest in this relationship.
2: Right. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, if someone reaches out to me and they don't really have any idea what they want or what they want to do, like my brain, look, I have ADHD. Okay. So my brain goes a certain miles a minute for so long. I live my life in color coding, schedule blocks, everything. Um, and so at the end of the day, I am spunt um, mm-hmm. thinking through things. So if you email me and like, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be, um, like, I just got an email from the newly certified too. <laughs> I just <laughs> read uh, it. No, it's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> um, Drama. <but>, like <laughs> yeah. um, oh, look, Elvis gave me your number. <laughs> but like, she's <laughs> telling me what she wants.
0: That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. uh,
2: Yes. So I, because I don't want to be rude and I want people to feel like they are important too, because I know that we live in a society that a lot of people don't feel valued as a person in general. Mm. So I want to get back to your emails, but if I can't do it, I am paying my admin assistant to do it. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and then she's super sweet and she will make it, sound like it's me. Um, cause she knows me and she'll send you a link to a blog on how to become a doula. <laughs> right. and, um, and that, and Hey, you know, like don't take it personal, but that is, yeah. it literally lays out all the steps for you. You can figure out how to become a doula. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out how to become the doula you want to be. what right. I tell you to be so, and if you can't figure that out, like, you've got to take a look at it. Like, is this the right time for me to be venturing into this journey? Yeah. You can gather information for years if you want to, before you even take a training. Um, now, if you have just taken a training and you want to work with my business and you email me and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm a newly certified doula. Um, you know, this is like what I would like to do. I'm going to say, Hey, great. Here's the link, fill out this application and tell me what services you want to provide. And I will give you the fee scale and we will set up, you know, an interview. I'll check some references and I'll ask you to send me over your resume. Well, I haven't been a doula for long. No, just send me your resume. I want to know what you've been doing. I just want to know about you as a person. And it's really not a hard process because if I look through these certain things and I vet you and like you come with good references and you are like, like clearing a background check and you are not on a sex offender list and everything else, like, guess what? You're golden and Sondra doesn't micromanage. So that's why Sondra wants to know what you need, what you want, because then I know if you know what you want, I can send you to a client's house. I can send you to an interview and you're going to know exactly how to navigate that interview. You're going to know exactly how to manage that shift. You're going to know exactly what to do when you walk into the hospital and you're a doula. Now you can come to like, you can talk to me about some things you may just want some clarification on or some understanding it's something you've not experienced before you don't really know I'm not saying don't ask questions I'm saying that it's not that hard to be a doula certification's hard Mm -hmm. and the confidence that you are a doula Mm -hmm. is what is the hardest because a lot of people don't believe that they're a doula after they take a training until they've been to like 20 ish births are like, Oh, well, I'm just a trained doula. No girl, no girl, no guy. You are a doula. Mm -hmm. Like you took that training. You have this piece of paper that says I have attended this training. You may not be certified yet, but you are a doula. You're a trained professional.
1: So, so that, that actually kind of leads into the next question that I think that we had was, uh, what makes someone stand out? So say someone is coming to you as a trained doula, they know what they want. They want to work for your agency. What makes someone or with your agency, what makes someone stand out to make you want to say, all right, hop on. Let's do it. I think you kind of just touched on it. It didn't sound like you have a super rigorous, <laughs> you know, like beating someone over the head type um, course that you take. But I'm I'm curious about how if we have any listeners that are um, in this state that want to work for and with Arkansas family doulas, they are certified doulas. They know what they want. What stands out to
2: you if you can follow simple directions? Like, you go. great. I love what you <laughs> what you said. Here's the link. Follow the application. Give me some references. Send me your resume. And if you can follow basic directions, I can't tell you how many times I've posted a job in like a dual alliance group too. Mm-hmm. And like, please email me or follow this link. And then I'll get like 15 DMs. Mm-hmm. I like people who can follow basic instructions, read something three times before you hit send before you do something like that's just a rule I've had to do managing being neurodiverse um I have to read it three times for me to really Mm -hmm. understand what what the
0: assignment is yeah Um, it's a way to respect people's time um right and showing that to you know not your I won't say that you're like a potential boss because I know you don't really see yourself that way but like somebody that you're going to be working for like respect their time respect what they're asking like just like with any, you know, job interview that you might have, you have to come at it the same way. Like, Hey, I want to put my best foot forward, um, and do what they're asking specifically you would do for any other business. Um, this is a little work is a little different, but especially working with an agency, like it's a very similar format. It's business and you have to do the things to, you know, make a good impression.
2: Because for one, if you're not able to do what has been asked just on the simple front end, you're going to have issues with, with client boundaries. Oh yeah. I, you are because, yeah. and I'm bad about it sometimes too. And I still have to go back and like re snap it and be like, no, Sandra, you're not trying to make everybody happy. You're just trying to do your job. You know, if you yeah. can't, if you're not doing that and if you're not accepting the boundaries, the person that you have reached out to is laid out there too you are going to have an issue with client boundaries. That's something that is not touched on enough in doula trainings is client boundaries. And that's I will true. say that, I will speak that from the rooftops, <sighs> like all you certifying bodies, I have taken three of your trainings. Y'all don't talk about client boundaries well enough. And I so, bet
1: that's one of the number one reasons for such high doula burnout.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because learning those lessons hurts. Yes, It hurts it bad. Does. It's really it
2: hard on people. It's hard on families. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I've been really, really good, even just with myself and telling clients like, Hey, if it's anything before 9.00 PM, like just mm -hmm. shoot me a text message Mm -hmm. If it's after 9.00 PM and it cannot, and it, you know, you need to get it out of your head, send me an email. I'll get back to it in the morning. Mm -hmm. If it's an emergency, like, you know, the drill, call your doula. Um, so, you know, or if you want to text me and I don't respond, I will in the morning because I will have my phone on you know, uh, do not disturb mm-hmm. b- except for clients. But, um, but I'll have clients that they had the baby six months ago and they're like, can, is this poop look normal? Oh, <laughs> and I have done that. Yes. I recently, uh,
1: within the last couple of months, I had a client text me middle of the night. Of course I woke up to it because it was a client that I was on call for, but she was asking questions about why her nipples are so itchy in the middle of the night. And I'm just like, mama, can we I'm yeah. so happy to be there for you. I'm so happy to have this conversation with you. But yes. don't. My
2: nipples are itchy too. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: don't wake me just up. Not,
0: just yeah. not at 2 a.m. Like I, I, I have a um, little graphic flyer thing that I give to all of my clients in their welcome packet that says like, well, I have one, you know, it's like, what doers do what do is don't do. And then I have like a whole thing. that's like when and how to contact me. And it's like, here's Smart. a call. Here's a text here's mm-hmm. an email or a, I'm going to put it in my notes app and wait until our next prenatal to ask you to make sure it's really clear with them. Like, Hey, don't text me at 2am to tell me that your nipples are itchy. It sucks. I'm really sorry, but yeah. please don't. Um, yeah. yeah. Text your and, bestie. Yes. Um, and sometimes okay. they still struggle with that, but anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. So that's, that's great uh, basic and following basic instruction. That's what really stands out to you. I mean, that seems very, you know, self-explanatory and understandable. And that's so harder
2: for people than you think.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but like you said, it, it's, it attracts the people that you want to work with. It attracts the people that you uh, will have great success with and that families will have great success with. So
2: and I say that because there's a reason we have tags on mattresses and there's a reason why there's stickers on plastic totes. Don't put your kids in there. Like I say that yeah. because literally it is a lot harder. Somebody's done it. People- yep.
0: Well, oh my gosh, <laughs> this conversation has been so good. I'm so excited, um, for these to air and yeah, last but not least, um, Sandra, I just, plug everything. Where can people find you? Um, uh, are you on Instagram? What's your website? All that stuff that you want to share. So oh. the floor is yours. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can find
2: Arkansas family doulas online. You can Google doulas in Arkansas will pop up, but Arkansas dot Um, you know, we have the Arkansas breastfeeding clinic. It's a sister hub of Arkansas family doulas. And there will be other things coming up eventually. Um, so keep held. Um, <laughs> on your waiting. You can find us on Instagram at Arkansas Family Doulas. Um, also, the breastfeeding clinic is at the dot lactation lady. Um, awesome. So and then if you want to reach out to me personally outside of doula work, um, if there's anything that you would like for me to do teaching, attending, CEUs, whatever, um, basic, simple, easy. Hey, website? <laughs> I do. Um, I people think they know me, but they don't. Um, <laughs> you know, I always joke and say I hate teaching, and I do to a degree. But I, I want to be clear that you know, I'm not saying that people that are excited about moving into this industry or doing this work bother me or annoy me. Okay, I'll be clear on that because. I like teaching and mentoring new doulas. Mm -hmm. I like to doula the doula. Mm -hmm. Um, I do it for other businesses outside of Arkansas. um, And I get it. Like this is is an industry that there is not a how-to and a why-to, especially in your particular market. So there are ways to reach out to me and to be respectful of my time and also respectful of your time. Because being a doula, you have to manage your time. You have to. It's so easy to get lost and get caught up in a prenatal with a client and Mm -hmm. you're there for four hours. Um, I did it two weeks ago, you know, and so I'm telling you these things because I learned these things Mm -hmm. and, and if I can help doulas learn this from the beginning, they don't have to go back and retrain themselves. Like I have to do consistently and constantly. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't mistake in that for me being Sandra's heartless and all she wants to do is like manage your time. No. It's because if I teach you this from the beginning, you teach yourself too and okay. you deserve that. So awesome. I'm I'm here for that. Well, thank you so much Sandra. It really has
1: been such a pleasure this week and last week. I'm excited to see what we do with with these episodes. <laughs> how how we're going to clip them together or separate them or whatever. Um, But thank you for the conversation. Thank you for your time. And I'm really excited to see what Arkansas family doulas has um, going on in the future, because it sounds like there's exciting plans.
0: There surely is.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, thank you. Like Ellen said, I'm yeah, I'm so excited. Um, Okay. Well be on the lookout um, for lots of fun things happening on Instagram. I'm sure and we'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks
2: for having me.